Welcome to Living in Purpose on Purpose, and I'm your host, Jamie Hansel, and welcome to my podcast. It's your girl Jamie Hansel and welcome back to Living in Purpose on Purpose. Now if you're a new listener, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for deciding to listen. We hope you had a chance to listen to some other episodes and to just get yourself familiar with the podcast. Now if you're a returning listener, what's up family? Thank you so much for tuning in again for another week of Living in Purpose on Purpose. So first of all, I want to just let y'all know You need to grab the pen and the paper because, you know, the gems are going to be dropped. (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about practice. And every time I think about saying that, I think of Allen Iverson. Um, And for those of you who don't know, go look it up. Um, He did like a whole interview years and years and years ago. Um, And he's famous for his little line of practice. He's talking about practice. And I thought about that exact quote when I was writing the notes up for this podcast. Um, Because a lot of times people do not take practice seriously. They don't think that it's important. They don't think that it plays a big role, but it does. Practice makes purpose. And I purposely said purpose because perfection is something that I feel like is never attainable. There's always something better that you can do. There's always something greater that you can accomplish. Um, But one thing that you can do is living your purpose. So even though perfection may not ever be achievable, living in your purpose is. You can definitely achieve living in your purpose every single day. So that's why I I say practice makes purpose because that's exactly what it is. The more you practice, the more you try at this thing, you will start to live in your purpose. And that's important. That's our number one goal here. That's what we're trying to do. That's what we aspire to do. Um, So why not get to it? (laughs) So, okay, so practice creates confidence, like we all know. Um, The more you do something, the more comfortable you are with it. And the more comfortable you're with it, the more confident you are in it. Um, So practice itself will give you more confidence than if someone didn't practice. Now, you can say, okay, cool. Well, some people don't need practice because they're just that good. They're just that great. Yeah, okay. You cannot tell me you can put two people in the room, one person that practices, let's say, four hours a day and somebody who does not practice at all and expect their skill set to be the same, Um, especially like in my industry, for instance, photography. People that practice and are more in tune and hone in on their, you know, work and their maybe their gear or their knowledge about whatever we do, they're going to perform better than the ones who don't simply because of the fact that they are prepared. Whatever the outcome of any situation comes in, nine times out of ten they're prepared because they're practicing every single day. They're learning new things every single day, and that is helping them get to where they want to be in their career and their purpose and their hobbies, whatever the case may be. Now, some people like Alan Iverson likes to focus on the end game, the end goal, which is, you know, in that case, talking about the NBA was the game. He talked about, you know, oh, you know, we're talking about practice here. We're having a whole interview about practice, but we're not talking about me going out there and busting my butt every single day. And I agree 
to disagree. <laughs> um, I definitely feel like, you know, we need to acknowledge and talk about the end game, the end goal that we do accomplish. But practice makes up 80 to 90 percent of that. So how can we possibly not talk about practice when practice is what got us here? Now, he goes to continue on the rant of talking about how, you know, I do this every time I get out there. I give you guys my all my 110%. But, yeah, you want to talk about the most irrelevant thing about my game. Um, and he, you know, was addressed with different questions like, you know, well, what about your teammates? Like, you may not, dis- you know, describe yourself as a person that wants to have practice or needs practice. But what about your teammates? And, again, he proceeds to deflect and say oh no like I can't make my teammates practice like who cares once we get out in this game that's all that matters but I come today to tell you that that is not all that matters guys you have to be intentional with your time with your efforts and with your um, desire to gain knowledge or to learn more about whatever it is in your purpose in your hobby in your career Um, a new endeavor that you want to try, whatever it is, you have to be open to practice and to learn. Being teachable is number one to living in your purpose. If you feel like you have it all together, you can just turn off the podcast. (laughs) You can just turn, just turn me off. Just turn me off because you're not going to get very far if you never feel like there's anything else that you need to learn or that you need to um, figure it out, figure out before you proceed with whatever it is. If you're not teachable, it's going to be very difficult. It's going to be very hard for you to live in your purpose, especially on purpose, because living on purpose means intentionality and intentionality means, you know, going in and taking the steps, the proper steps that you need to take to learn whatever you need to learn, whatever it takes, right? That's what you need to do. So we have to, have to, have to give practice a little bit more credibility. Uh, unlike our good, our good man, Alan, um, great player, and, you know, we, we agree to disagree. Um, but I do definitely feel like practice is something that gets you more comfortable and it gets you more in tune and more in sync with your purpose. Now, practice is the repetition of an action with the goal of improvement. So if you don't desire to improve or you feel like you got it all together, okay, practice may not be for you. Because practice, the intent of practice is to keep repeating something over and over and over of whatever you're doing, of course, with the goal or the mindset that, okay, I want to improve in this area I want to grow I want to evolve I want to live in my purpose on purpose every single day I want to inspire I want to motivate I want to heal I want to you know whatever whatever it is that you want to do you need to insert that there so the goal of blank practice is the repetition of an action with the goal of blank You fill it in. Whatever you want out of what you're doing, that's what you enter in there because that's what's going to keep you going. That's going to be what's going to help you get to where you want to go. That's going to help you evolve as a person. That's going to help you gain wisdom. That's going to help you do so much in your life rather than not practicing, trying to figure it all out by error because practice also helps you um, alleviate errors 
out in the world. <laughs> like you can practice within yourself or practice at home. Practice, you know, when no one's watching for less like for lack of better words. But once you get out there to live in your purpose, whatever you do out there, you know, it can be some errors or some mistakes made. What I'm not saying that if you practice you won't make mistakes, but it will lessen the mistakes. So what I'm saying is, you know, the practice you can do, um, quote unquote, behind closed doors and learn. And then once you come out to give the world your baby of whatever you've been working on, now you've practiced so much that you really are prepared for a lot of different things that may arise. A lot of problems you may have faced if you would have just went out there and just stepped out there and just did whatever are now alleviated because you you took the time to practice. Um, I only can talk about what I know, <laughs> so that's why I always reference, you know, whatever relates to me. But just like photography, if I go and I practice on my models and I'm trying different lighting techniques, different posing technique, techniques, whatever the case is, once I get out there for real shoots that people actually book, I will automatically be ready. I'm like, okay, cool, I posed a family practicing plenty of times okay great we're good oh I practiced this lighting technique plenty of times we're good opposed to if I never practiced and now I'm trying to learn in the front of my paying clients and then I look like I don't know what I'm doing so that is an instance where you can tell that practice definitely 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 creates more confidence and gets you more comfortable in whatever field it is and you can just be free to actually do what it is instead of worrying about messing up or mistakes and things like that. Like I said, it does not alleviate all your mistakes and your problems, but it definitely lessens them. And I don't know about you, but the less problems I have, the better off I am. <laughs> so, of course, I don't like to give you guys any advice or any um techniques if you will to use if you do not know how so I want to give you guys some tips on how to practice with purpose so this is things that you can do and you can kind of insert it wherever you want to insert it for you practicing whatever it is whether it's a hobby a new career that you want to do your your legit purpose that you've discovered um, these are a few tips that you can utilize so the first one is being realistic so when you're practicing, be realistic. Do not just jump off the ledge into this pool of piranhas. No, get something that's realistic that you can do, something that you can practice, something that is not on a level to where you're literally wasting time for however long you're practicing because you have no idea. So start off small, start off simple. If you want to write a book, for instance, you may not be able to go straight into just writing the book. You may have to start off the small steps of just looking up, okay, what is all in a storyline for a book? If I'm writing fiction or if I'm writing, you know, self-development, whatever the case is, what are the steps that I need to take to make sure the book is successful? What layout do I need to follow? Do I need a this? Do I need a that? You know, there's a structure to everything. So being realistic is taking the first proper steps in order. Granted, I get everything may not be in order all the time, but to keep yourself from running around in a circle or to keep yourself from hitting a dead end, Start off smaller, or not even smaller, start off simpler. 
because that will help you, which goes into my second tip, which is start out simpler, smaller, or slower. So a lot of times we'll get out there and we'll immediately just start going fast, like, I mean, head on, full-fledged, and then we crash and burn because we're going so fast, we're doing things so rapidly, we're not giving ourselves time to process what we need to do, how we to how we should do it, why we should do it, should we do it. We're not processing all of these things. So we're just going fast, fast, fast because we think, oh, the quicker that I put myself out there and do all of this, the quicker I'll be successful. And that's not the case. You know, faster is not always better. We know the infamous story of the tortoise and the hare, of course, the hare is fast, pays going, running these laps, you know, taking off running, and the tortoise is going just as slow as he can go. Um, and they both have one end goal in mind, which is to win the race. And the hare is so cocky with it, so arrogant. He's just running, you know, running circles around the tortoise, you know, just running, running, doing all kinds of stuff just because he can. And even though the tortoise saw the hare doing all of that, going fast, whatever, he still stuck to what he knew, which is slower, steadier, because I know I have an end goal in mind. The hair burned himself out, tired, sleep, all that, and the tortoise won because slow and steady wins the race. The tortoise was thinking smarter, not harder, not faster. The tortoise was thinking simpler, slower, and smaller, but the end goal or the end game was way bigger than what I'm sure you could have imagined or even the hair could imagine because people will underestimate you. The next tip will be identifying possible problems. So during this practice time, take the time to really think about any problems that may pop up. Now, you know, problems are just random and you don't know they're there until they're there. But there's some things that you can think about or kind of, you know, concern yourself with before you start something. And those are the things that you need to be mindful of. So if you feel like, okay, what if this happens? A lot of times people would if things. And you can say, what if this happens? Okay, when you think about those things, Instead of turning that into a negative situation, turn it positive. Okay, if this would happen, what would I do to combat that? And that's an easy way to identify future problems. And you can identify also future answers. How can you fix it? What would you do? So that's an easy way to think about that. That's a better way to think about that, a positive way that you can turn a negative situation around. When you think about those what-ifs and those problems, don't let those thoughts beat you down to not living in your purpose. Allow that to help you evolve and grow into, okay, well, let me go ahead and face this head on and figure out these answers now. And if I don't know, let me find out. Because the sooner I find out, if anything does happen or anything falls down this path, now we have these answers that we would have been searching for if we, didn't never, if we never practiced, if we never researched. So that is another reason why practice is so important. You can identify so many more problems without humiliation, without embarrassment before it even happens. Because, you you know, I have some musicians that tune in. Musicians, sometimes, you know, you have gigs or you play different places and events. And 
if you don't practice, if you mess up, if you don't know a chord, if you don't know a song, when you go to whatever gig it is or whatever an event, you're going to mess up in front of everybody. It's going to be a worldwide <laughs> embarrassment. But if you were to sit and practice, those are things that you can nip in the bud at home, at the studio, and figure it out there. So when it comes down to delivery, when it comes down to game time, you're ready. There's no getting ready that you have to do because you're ready. You practice for this. You you were made for this day, for this event, for this purpose. You were made for it because you kept practicing. You allowed yourself to learn and to gain that knowledge and that talent or whatever the case is. And there you go. The delivery is there because you took the time. You were intentional to practice. So with practicing, you also have to create a goal. Have a goal in mind. Because if you're just practicing aimlessly, of course, it will still benefit you. However, if you have a goal in mind, your practicing will produce much more. Your practicing will create more purpose because you're You have a goal in mind. You're anticipating something. You're on the edge of your seat for something. And whenever you're eager or whenever you're willing to do what it takes to get what you desire out of living in your purpose, then you're good. Because you're you're eager to get to that point. You're not anxious. You're not, you know, pressed. (laughs) But you're eager. You're ready because that practice and all that practicing has paid off. I did look up something and I wanted to see, like, on average, what's, like, the best amount of time to practice. Now, granted, practicing can go with anything. It can go with sports. It can go with a hobby. It can go with a career. It can go with so many different things. Um, But generally... You know, people think about practicing with instruments or whatever. Um, But I did find a study that has said that, you know, you don't get much benefit from practicing more than four hours per day. Because after like the second hour, you're kind of like tapped out. But you should be practicing no less, no less than two hours a day. And I I just pause for a little bit because I want y'all to hear that. You should be practicing for no less No less than two hours a day. Are you taking that amount of time a day at least to invest in your purpose, to practice in your purpose? If you're not, you need to create the time. You need to create the change in your schedule to do that. Because with the practice, you're going to make your purposeful living so much more easier. So much more simpler, rather. So that's something that you should adopt. That's something that you should try to work in there. If you got to watch one less hour of Netflix, I mean, which one you want? (laughs) You want Netflix or you want to live in your purpose? So it's very important that we're able to acknowledge that, okay, cool. I need to readjust my schedule because, yeah, I'm giving a half 30 minutes type vibe to practice and that's not going to cut it and especially when 15 minutes of that of those 30 minutes you're getting distracted and starting to get back on social media and scrolling 
When we say two hours, that means undivided attention to practice. No distractions, no phone usage, no phone calls, no conversation. Well, if you're like me, I kind of need to do something else while I'm in the midst of doing whatever I need to practice in order for me to focus. (laughs) So I can do more than two hours for sure, but to keep my concentration, I need someone else. I need a conversation. I need, like, to do something. I just need something in the midst of me practicing. So if you're like me out there and need to, like, actually have human interaction to practice, then, of course, this doesn't apply to you. But it can benefit everybody. It can benefit everybody. And that's just facts. All of this is just facts, guys. (laughs) It's just stuff that I've learned and I know to be true of things that benefit and help living in your purpose. And I wouldn't I wouldn't tell you guys this if I didn't know it worked. I wouldn't say these things if I didn't try it for myself. It's very important to practice because you never there's never a place where you have it all together. You know it all. Eric Thomas is a motivational speaker, and I listen to him pretty much every single morning. It keeps me, you know, motivated, obviously, keeps me inspired. But when I wake up in the morning, that's usually, like, the first thing that I hear. Um, Of course, I try to read the word and things like that, but that's the first thing that I hear. And it really gives you that push start. So hopefully you guys are doing that to my podcast. (laughs) But anyways, um, he was talking about how... Some people would think they got it all together, you know, like, oh, I'm good. Like, I'm, ooh, I'm getting up at 8 o'clock every morning. It's great. But yet you're not getting all your things done in a day. And you, instead of thinking about, hmm, can I wake up at 7, you're just like, well, I wake up at 8. Like, it has to work. It has to work. And you don't think that there's a change that you may need to make within your schedule to do so. Because if you want to be great, you have to make sacrifices and he was talking about how if you're not number one in your industry you're not number one um in production or you're not number one in the photography industry you're not number one um in child care if you're not number one in your company in your building you're not number one of pretty much anything that you're doing if you're not number one you need to get your stuff together Because there's more to it than what you're doing, obviously, because you're not number one yet. So he said, as long as I'm not number one, that is a clear indication that I got to go hard every single day. I got to put myself out there every single day. And that's exactly what he said. And he said, even when you're number one, you have to do the same thing. You know why? Because just like you fought hard to get number one, someone else is too. So in order for you to keep that number one, what do you think you have to do? You got to keep going hard. You got to keep pushing. You got to keep living in your purpose on purpose in order to do so. Because the top is not easy to get to. And anybody who says otherwise is definitely lying. (laughs) Some of our greatest people in society, um, some of our most famous people, some of our most noble people, all got to the places that they were through hard work and practice. Hard work and practice. Practice and dedication. 
practice and a good work ethic. Practice and the ability to be teachable. There's so many things that goes hand in hand with practice that gets people to where they need to be. Everyone, I made up, um, if you follow any of our social media, I made a quote that says, everyone wants to be a millionaire, but nobody wants to work like one. Everybody. Everybody wants all the money in the world because money gives you power, right? Some people, money, they think money buys them happiness. Some people think money is happiness. But everyone wants all of those nice things. Everyone wants to be on this high level, but nobody wants to put in the work to do so. And I hope that's not you. And if it is you, I hope to change your view on that today. I hope I have changed your view on that, that you want to work equally as hard to get what you need or to get what you want. Because you're not able to get to that status. You're not able to get to that level until you change the schedule, until you change the outlook, until you change the work ethic, until you change the practice hours. You're not going to obtain those things unless you start doing what you need to do to live in your purpose, on purpose. You have to be intentional every single day. You may have to practice every single day, but that's what it's going to take to get to where you want to be. That's what it's going to take to get to where you want to be. So after today, the ball is now in your court. The only thing that stands between you And the future that you want to create is yourself. Simple. Are you always too tired? Are you always too lazy? Are you always half doing your job or your practice or whatever? The only thing standing between you and your future self is you. It's no one else's fault. (laughs) Sometimes you may not even need anyone else. It's just you making the conscious decision that you want to be better so that you can obtain the things that you want in the things that you need for your future self to live in purpose on purpose. And that's just simple as that. It's okay to not know everything about your purpose. It's okay. It's okay to have to practice. It's okay to have to learn new things. It's okay to have to ask questions. It's okay to have a mentor. It's okay for all of that because at the end of the day, the greater thing that's more important than anything is that you want to be better that you are trying to get to something bigger than yourself or bigger than the problems or bigger than the circumstances or even bigger than the other people practice makes purpose practice makes purpose guys it's okay to practice i promise you wouldn't be less of anything else You wouldn't be less of anything else because you practice. If anything, you'll be a bigger um, inspiration, a bigger motivation, a bigger everything to to anyone else who's trying to do the same thing or even something different. You'll be a trailblazer because we live in a society where we want everything microwave. We want to say, okay, I want to be a motivational speaker, put it in the microwave, Press it on 20 seconds, pop out, oh, I'm successful. And that's not how it goes. Uh, It's more of like a slow cooker thing (laughs) or an oven baking thing. It's a process. But the process does not mean failure. The process does not mean pain. Practice makes purpose. Simple as that. 
So y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in today. I love y'all per usual. Y'all ain't the best. <laughs> y'all ain't the best. Uh, I have been receiving more reviews. So thank you guys for reviewing the podcast. Of course, we're available on all streaming platforms. So don't be afraid to share with your friends and family. No matter where they get their podcast, they are able to listen and tune in every Friday at 5 p.m. to hear my lovely voice. <laughs> Here on Living in Purpose on Purpose. We got some big things coming up, guys. Um, yeah, we got some big things coming up. And I love to tell you guys because I can't, I love when you guys are excited. Just like I'm excited. <laughs> it's great to share my excitement with someone else. So just stay tuned. Of course, follow us on Instagram and Facebook, Living in Purpose on Purpose podcast. Just stay tuned, stay watchful of, you know, different little points that I put out there. I do post throughout the social, um, through social media throughout the week leading up to the episode sometimes. So just stay tuned, stay connected, stay motivated, stay inspired. And like always, don't forget, live life on purpose, on purpose, on purpose.